This is part two of Caleb's episode, so if you haven't listened to part one already, be sure to go back and listen to that one first and then come back here. So without further ado, here is how Caleb met Grayson. All right. So I get dragged into band camp. I wasn't even going to join marching band, but uh, the York family called my mom's personal cell. It was like, Caleb's not here. Send him. And my mom was like, get up, boy. Go. (laughs) I end up getting forced into marching band and I'm going to band camp first day. Uh, So they teach us how we're supposed to stand and how we're supposed to be at standby and hold. When I'm in, I go to Owen and Albert because that was my crew from eighth grade. And we're just gabbing. We're talking about nothing, doing dumb stuff. And Grayson walks in and he's with the trumpets. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of weirdo? Because this boy walks in. He walks in with a pink mohawk. The legendary pink, pink mohawk. Legendary. I don't know. I don't know if legendary is the right word, but it's it's infamous for sure. <laughs> so he walks in with the pink mohawk, and I'm like, okay, there's a weirdo here. Of course there is. It's banned. I'm like, I move past that. Later on in the day when we're when we're doing the stands, my boy faints. Crazy faint? I haven't yeah. heard this part of the story. Yeah, so he fainted. He fainted while standing with a pink <laughs> mohawk. So I was like, so he's a weirdo and a bitch. So <laughs> I just that's that's my image of Grayson going forward for the next couple of months. He so, definitely locked his knees. Yeah, like he, while he was standing. Wasn't hydrated. Yeah. All of the problems. He came with all of the problems, including <laughs> social ones, apparently. Because like a few months later, uh I'm I'm explaining to everybody that I don't have a tender head. So you can like tug and yank at my hair and I will feel no pain. So Carl is like, okay, let's I used to have long dreads. Yeah. So Carl grabs onto them and he just like hangs at the end of the day. Our last period was English class. So he's in the English room and Carl hangs. Then Grayson, Grayson's jolly ass walks up to me and he's like, and he doesn't even know you and just grabs your hair. I just just look at this guy. I'm like, who who is this guy? And I'm more like, like this (laughs) because Grayson's heavy. I'm like, who, who is this man? And that's that's my introduction to Grayson. And then like he just joined the group. He just merged into our little friend group. That's very um, on brand for him. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when we recap the story, he's always like, Yeah, that's 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 mostly how I get into my trouble. I, I usually think I'm closer to people than I really am. Well, yeah, for sure. I can see that. I did not know you and you hung <laughs> off the side of my head. Yeah. So that's how, that's how me and Grayson met. And then, yeah, we're good times. We, we just made a lot of noise in high school. We just made a lot of noise. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's a very accurate just way to put it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. So Caleb, what are you up to now? Are you at ASU too? Or would, would, uh-uh. I'm in I'm in school to get my real estate license. Okay, that's cool. 
Caleb is a jack of many trades. He has done so much stuff in the past two years. How do you mean? Well, okay, you were at the airport. You're working at the airport, and then you're doing the sales stuff with Grayson, and then you moved out to Michigan, and now you're back. Oh, yeah, I do do a lot of stuff, but I, I wouldn't say I'm a jack of many trades. I would say I'm incompetent in many trades because <laughs> of what I've done. I'm good. I'm good at talking to people because of you know customer service and then I did sales and now I'm just going to do real estate or see what I can do in real estate but I wouldn't say I'm a jack of I don't know I'm cool with it though I could do anything that I put my mind to that's for sure yeah yeah yeah. positive (laughs) is that the main thing you're doing right now or are you doing something on the side also I'm about to pick up a job at the liquor store down the street they let you work there even though you're not 21? Yeah, you got to be 19 to serve oh. alcohol. I didn't know yeah. that. I thought you had to be 21 to serve alcohol. Nah, you can be... that. There's like 18-year-old bartenders. Really? Kind of I find that hard to believe. Google it. And then aside from that, I just I just be thinking about the state of the world and, oh. hanging, out, and hanging out with people. Caleb is a deep thinker. Let me tell you, I was like babysitting like this summer or something. And he, I don't even know how we started this conversation. I don't know if you post something on your story and I swiped up or you asked me a question. Like you just randomly texted me and asked me a question. And then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And then we like got on the phone and we were on the phone for like an hour. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh yeah. 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 We were talking about why there's so much dissatisfaction like with life in general, once you get yes. to the later yes. And then I was like, I proposed that it was due to America's ideology on individualism. Yes, individualism. It was some enlightened shit. <laughs> That's what I know. What it means. Yeah. There's there's that there's that side of it, and then what I was thinking about twenty minutes before we got on the call, which was, uh, black people. Black people look younger in their later years, but white people live longer. So I was wondering, who gets the better deal out of that? <laughs> to live longer or to look younger? Yeah. What's the better deal? To I live longer. longer. You got plastic surgery and yeah. everything. Botox it up. Then you look young. No, you don't. You look robotic. You look yeah, classic. You look strange. True. I wouldn't care how young I looked if I could live forever. Like I would, I look, I would look ugly. I don't know, old, wrinkled, whatever. If I could live forever, you want to look decrepit and rotten. But no, but I'm saying if that was, if it was a choice, like an either or. Nah, I'd rather die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Benjamin oh, Button type stuff. Oh my look god. 20 when I'm 80. Obviously, okay, no, but obviously in being good health. Like I want to live as <coughs> like I am in good health. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I probably like on my day to day, I think I'll I'll die sooner than most of my friends. See, you should have a positive outlook though. Why is that negative? Cuz it is. That's being like that oh, is I think generally I'm- a bad thing. <laughs> It's not like I'm going to die at 25. 
knock on wood. Who knows? I feel like you're putting the bad karmic energy out there. Is that what I'm doing? I feel yeah, like by I'm being like, I think reality. I'm by being like, I think I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to die sooner than all my friends. That's putting the bad karmic energy out. Well, more like it's not. It's not that I think I'm going to die sooner. Most of the thoughts are like, I'm going to, I'll be okay dying sooner. If I died tomorrow, I'd probably be fine. Okay, no, but that's bad too, because you're, you're supposed to like live like you have, okay, well, it's good to obviously like live in the moment and like, I guess live every day like it's your last, like that's the good motto. But like, if you're in the mindset of that, you're going to live a long time, like you're, cause if you're in the mindset that you're not going to live a long time, your body starts to shut down. Like there's like research about it. Like if you, if you hit 65 and you're like, okay, I'm going to die in the next 10 years. I better start slowing down. Your body will literally start shutting down. So you should always think that you're going to live like a long time so that your body doesn't start doing that. Reverse psychology in your brain. Yes. You can, you can hold, you can real life just trick your whole body. High key. Like, that's like where all the programming and you just live longer. I mean, so obviously if you have like a genetic condition or you have like a condition or something that you like can't fight against, then that's not necessarily going to work. But it's like the concept of extra years. My dad like likes to talk about it, whatever. But you just always think like, oh, I'm going to live to 100 or something like you have a goal or whatever. And then like you just always thinking that you're going to stay like as active as possible. Mm, that's, some, that's some shame cheese shit right there yeah, it is. no mindset has such a big impact on like your whole thing Everything. yeah no i definitely agree with that i didn't know it would literally affect the amount of years you could live it can it can that's bizarre yeah Whoa. so don't tell yourself you're gonna die at 65 i never Say told myself that. i never <laughs> set a date i never set a date i just said i'd be cool dying I'm not scared to die, but apparently that's killing me. So let me just be. Well, I feel that's tempting. I feel like that's tempting the universe, and we're not ready to like everyone that knows you's not ready to let you go yet. So don't tempt the universe. I mean, tragedy occurs. I don't want to let anybody go. Yet people leave. Yeah, that's how it be. When's the last time y'all cried? I haven't cried in like a good four years. An hour ago. <laughs> Avantika's a daily crier. I am a I am a multi-annually cry. I don't know. I cry like once a month. Yeah. Mm. I, uh, I cry like every other day. It's good. Gets my emotions out, releases the stress. It's a good reset. Yes. Good washout. Yeah, I was definitely talking shit about you earlier. You bet. I bet you cry at movies. Yes. Yeah, because I was. That really, means it's a good movie, though. That's not a bad thing. That means like it gets an effect out of the audience. Which I've is cried at one movie ever. Hey, if that's one, if that's the way you want to see it, but actually, I've cried at one movie. But what I was saying was, uh, me and my sister were talking about the zombie apocalypse and who would die first, and I was like. The people who cry at movies will yeah. be first. <laughs> we'll die first. Okay, listen, it just means we're empathetic. Therefore, during a zombie apocalypse, I would be able to relate to others, make those strong connections, and you then would, they would save me in the end. 
you wouldn't be able to shoot your dad if he got bit. I'd run away. How about that? I'd hide. Those are also good strategies. I guess. Like she said but she where are you going to run to in the zombie apocalypse? Everywhere is, everywhere is screwed. Like yeah. your dad gets bit, y'all make it back to whatever home base you're at, and then your dad is there getting sicker and sicker, and you're like... No, she would. She would be and he bites you. And then he bites you. Now you're a zombie too. Yep. Dang. That's when my other friends come to save me and shoot my dad for me. That that's what I'm here for. That's, that's, no, that's why I exist. Is purely for the zombie apocalypse situation is to save Avantika. Exactly. You purely, think about what you just said. You purely exist to shoot Avantika's dad when he gets sick. <laughs> During the zombie apocalypse. During the zombie apocalypse. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just add add some buffering so that she doesn't seem as bad a person. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's, like, temperaments, though. So you're high in uh, neuroticism. That's the word. Neuroticism. Which means negative emotions. Not you. Not you, because you cry monthly. Well, you're higher in neuroticism than me, because I cry decadely well i think you're also you have the suppressed emotions of many males so i have no suppressed emotion you think i have suppressed emotion yes i say what's on my mind every time every day i was angry yesterday and i let that be known yeah but what did you say about not sharing your emotions with people or sharing like your inner my interpersonal my interpersonal reality i don't share that that doesn't mean i'm suppressing my emotion it means I don't think that sharing this will help me in any way. Plus, this guy does not need to know my business. Mm-hmm. Why expose the dirty laundry? That's fair. Yeah. It's just a different philosophy. Wow. I feel like it's unhealthy to not cry for four years, though. I feel like you need to have a good cry like once a year at least. I mean, something is going awfully wrong once a year. No, it doesn't even have to be awfully wrong. I never cry of sadness. I always cry of frustration. Like it's always like it's it's if I get angry enough, like I'll cry. I don't know. I feel like I have pretty decent emotional management skills. <laughs> You're saying Avantika has bad emotional management skills? Maybe. Maybe. No, it's a way of managing emotions. Exactly. It's a coping strategy. It's so I don't go like punch a wall or something. I cry instead. I punched walls. Actually, mm-hmm. my knuckle is permanently lowered because of it. You see this one right here? It yeah. used to be see, that's what I'm saying. You need to start crying. <laughs> nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> way more productive than punching walls. Yeah, for sure. Bad decision. Haven't done that in a while. But it was for good reason. It was for good reason. My boy, my boy Daniel, he had a tyrannical dad and he did not like him doing stuff on these religious holidays. But Daniel had band camp that day. We needed training and he came and he was doing his drumline stuff. Then his dad pulled up and Daniel got really fucking scared and he went and hid in one of the band rooms. Then he texted the band group chat. He was like, I'm scared. This dude is going to hit me. Call the police. So I was like, ooh, and I was mad. I was like, bro, look at this man, and how is he going to make my boy feel like this? Because I didn't know his father, but I knew him. So I was like, I got to defend him. 
And I was just, I didn't know what to do because I couldn't hit the man. So I took myself away from there. I just went into Mr. Lee's office and I was brooding. I was like, <sighs> and all that nonsense. Good for and you for like, like oh, removing yourself from the situation though. I got, I got sense. It's just, yeah, you know, no, you're very, very smart. Very smart. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Always good for a compliment. Boys receive at least at least eighty percent less compliments than girls. That's how society be. At least we're out here suffering. Well, it's because guys don't compliment guys either. Girls are always complimenting girls. Yeah, you guys have to hype each other up like we do. No, we for sure hype each other up. Well, then you get lots of compliments that way. That's not a compliment. Yeah, hype each other up is a compliment. Nah, like, you're beautiful, you smart, you good, you loyal, all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, affirmation. Yeah. Affirmations, yeah. Affirmations, yeah. Encouragement. Good. I good feel stuff. like I've given you a decent amount of compliments. Like, I feel like every time we talk, I compliment you, to be fair. Nah, you definitely be roasting me when we're talking about our eight ball games. That's just eight ball, though. Because Caleb's convinced he's good, and I've beat him about 36 times. I don't know if that's like Let's say wow. seven. No, it's way higher than seven. Let's, do eight. I need to pull up the? Do I need to pull up our message conversation and go count? Really? Minutes, really? We don't need to do all that. We we don't. That's not necessary in this situation. Oh, this is a compromise. Fifteen sounds about right. You know what killed Caleb on the Europe trip? Killed him. So I refused to download Sudoku on my own phone. So I would play on Caleb's phone. When he was napping or whatever, I'd be like, can I play Sudoku on your phone? He'd like, yeah. And then he'd get his phone back, and I would have, like, times, and he would get so mad. He'd be like, impossible scores. Impossible. Like, 30 seconds on easy mode. Like, two minutes on the (laughs) hardest. How am I ever going to match that? Wow. it's not doable. So it just took the fun out of it. it I'm just a Sudoku goddess. What can I say? You weren't really good at that. I think Gabe beat you. Gabe. I'm yeah. just Gabe. Gabe. Gabe was a special one, though. I don't know. I don't like the, I don't like the basic catch-up stuff. I'd rather move right past that. Get into some horse shit. Let me jab at you. You jab at me. New memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making new memories instead of actually, I do. I I really do enjoy talking about old memories. It's just like the the ketchup stuff. Like, how's your kids? Nigga, I don't give a shit about your kids. I ain't never gonna <laughs> see those people in my life. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't thirty five years old. Our ketchup talks do not go like that. If you like missing, then what's your favorite Europe memory? Europe memory rolling down the hill or yes! jumping over when we were jumping over each other walking around in Germany I remember. or doing parkour on the on the historic German building and then yep. getting pulled off by some old man yeah in or, the we have videos Katrina shook videos of you guys doing that getting yelled at by that dude I mean that part is bad but later on he came and he was like dude I was tripping folk I spit in your mouth and shit. You was, you was bad. Yeah, dude was, he was going off, just yelling in my face, just spit, flying, yeah. red-faced white man. I was just like, <laughs> <"Ew."> 
and then he came and apologized. Him apologizing. That's a good memory. What else? Uh, Austria was just a good time, though. Like, the rolling downhill, that was, like, one of the first things we did. We check in, like, we drop all our bags off and everything, and we see that there's this huge hill next to the hotel, like, the apartments. And and Grayson and Caleb first thing, we have to get up and roll down that hill. And I go with them. And then as I'm, like, walking up the hill, they beat me up there because they, like, run. I'm not that fit. So I, like, didn't run. I just walked up the hill. And they start, like, going sideways. And, or no, they go head first and we sit and I, and like, we're all screaming them go sideways, like roll sideways down the hill, like flat. And they're like, no, we're going to go head first. So they're like bouncing <laughs> down the hill. Like I had videos of this. <laughs> oh man. It looks so ridiculous on the video, but I it swear did. if you're doing it, you feel like you're going so fast. No, you are going <laughs> so fast. It was like a 80 degree incline. It was so steep. Mm. Another yeah, testament the, that you don't have a tender head. <laughs> yes. I don't have a tender head. Yep. Just um, proof of that. Yeah, they could just knock just knock me around. I don't know. Maybe my brain isn't tender either. Because I've been hit pretty hard in the head. I think I'm still fine. I think you just have a thick skull. Ain't that a bad thing? Are you calling me dumb? No. No, that is an insult that like saying someone is thick headed is an insult, but saying you have like a thick skull, like in this context where we're talking about protecting your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Really, she is going in depth on my anatomy, though. You got a thick skull. That's why I can handle all of this bullshit. (laughs) That's yeah, maybe maybe boys just have thick skulls and that's why we do dumb shit all the time. Definitely. Definitely. Although, if you actually have thick schools, you guys wouldn't get concussions all the time. Uh, that's, I mean, but we do like try to hit each other as hard as possible. So. I I don't understand, guys. Sometimes a boy things. Boy things. You do not understand. It's it's fun. It's exciting. It gets your heart racing. I had a whole. I had a whole. Yeah, I I was walking. All right, back after I quit high school during my sleazeball phase that I mentioned earlier. Uh, I was walking around with my crew and we was just, you know, doing dumb shit. We went into this construction site. We was like throwing paint all over the construction site. We stole, oh we stole an angle grinder. We was knocking oh. shit over. We took the fire extinguisher, used it all up and shit. You know, just doing bad shit. Hood rat shit. I like to do hood rat shit with my friends type shit. Jeez. So, Kale, after, you know, I don't want to be hearing this right now. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think I do? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to know if it's illegal. I don't want to know. <laughs> That's the funnest stories. The stories that, you know, aren't supposed to happen are the most. Okay, continue, continue. All right. I appreciate your approval. Okay. So after we get done wrecking the, wrecking the construction site, we're like, what else can we do? So we walk over to the park and we're just playing around. I have paint all over my body. I have a sunflower in my head. And... I don't know why I put the sunflower in my. No, it was it's a damn look, you know, with the paint, the sunflower. I like the vibes. Yeah, it was it was good times. So we head over to the park, and our other hood rat friends that we don't usually hang out with, but they be doing dumb shit too. They are just screeching all around the the park area, and then they pull into the park. They're like, "We know those guys." They all pile out the car, and it's like. It's like a good 15 of these people. Like oh my three God. Cars. Were they in a van? It was like 
three vans. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they all get out and they have drink with them. And we're like, word, you got drink? Oh my we God. got bud. So we're all just smoking and drinking in the in the park. On wow. the, like, and it's like a children's playground set. So oh, yeah. So we're having a good time. And then this other dude, he's like, I wanna fight somebody right now. And I'm like, I, I look at this dude, I'm like, is he crazy right now? But I'm you I'm would also, do that. You would do that. I'm also a little, you know, piped up and aggressive off of the yeah. vodka that I was just chugging. So, so he says it again, and I step up. I'm like, "What you trying to do?" And he's like, "You trying to get to it?" I'm like, "Let's get busy then." So we we all oh, we go to this open area, and the fucking white people around us are just like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> uh, as Dave Chappelle would say, he, they were doing you know making white people noises before lynching. You know how they? Oh do. my god. No. So, they're all doing that shit, and me and him are, like, staring each other down, like, circling back and forth, like, being a boxing ring or something. And then we start going at it, and we're just punching each other, taking blows and giving blows. And then the fucking cops pull up, and I'm like, bro, bro, so much fear entered me right there, because it's just two little black boys surrounded by a bunch of white people brawling in a park, in a children's playground at, like, two in the morning. Yeah, and I'm covered in paint, and there was just a fucking vandalism incident two blocks down. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like terrified. Oh, no. like, catch me! So, <laughs> so I just run and jump in some random nigga's car. As does the rest of, as does the rest of these people. And uh, this girl, I mean, we're packed in there, and it's uncomfortable. We drive like we drive like three blocks down, and this girl's like, "Oh my god, I'm squished." And they were like, ah, somebody's got to get out. And I knew I was the odd body out. That's why there was no space in there. But I was like, I'm not going to get out. I'm black. And these <laughs> are the police. I'm not <laughs> definitely not getting out of this car. Fair. So, so a couple a couple people get out. And I'm like, hey, uh, can y'all take me home, please? <laughs> <laughs> please drop me off at home. Oh, man. What a time. What a Good. time. I well, we should we, we should probably start wrapping it up because we have like a lot of footage I think to work with here. But before we finish it up, Caleb, what is your favorite song right now? What have you been listening to on repeat? Pride by J Cole and Lil Baby. I love how fast that was. Everyone else has to take like five minutes to think about it. Grayson had to, he went through his entire Spotify playlist. I appreciate how fast that was. Cause I know what I am. Pride is the devil. Yeah. You gotta hold on me. I love that song. My sister was playing J Cole in the car yesterday, and I was like, "Wow, you listen to J Cole?" She's like, "Yeah." J Cole, bump. You don't listen to J Cole? I don't listen to rap, so I'm disappointed in you. I'm sorry. You're lacking in culture. <laughs> you go into Ecuador, but you can't listen to rap. You listening to Kumbaya? Not Kumbaya. 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 Yeah. Cumbia. Cumbia. That's true. You know, a rap. Come on now. Hey, why? everyone has their own musical taste. But I'm saying, why do you horizons? I listen to Carrie Underwood, my guy. Look at me. <laughs> I do widen my horizons. Imagine I... me, headphones, walking down in a wife beater, some basketball shorts, black Air Forces, Afro, Afro poofing, yeah. pick to the side. <laughs> and I got, 
I got Carrie Underwood in my headphones. Well, that's a that's a beautiful picture right there. I mean, why do you have that? Yeah, me. We be jamming. I do. Out I try. You know, I try. Avon, yeah. do you know? I think I know, but I want to hear yours first. Oh God! Don't put me. Okay. Oh, you're because you're gonna copy me. That's why. No, because I don't want to take yours. I think I know what you're gonna say. Because okay. yes, okay. As, as usual, it's always a Camilo song. He came out with a new song this week with his wife, and it was announcing that they're pregnant. And mm. so, and it's called Indigo, and it's really catchy as all of his songs are. So I've been listening to that on repeat for like the past week. See, I knew you were going to say that. That's why I wasn't going to say it. Instead, I'm going to say, remind me what the name is. Is it Tulsa or Tula? What's Tusa. that? Tusa. Mm-hmm. So apparently this is like the party in the USA in Latin America. And Acacia showed it to me when we were up in the cabin. So I I like it. It's catchy. And I recognized it when I was listening to the radio by myself. So I was proud of myself. I was like, I remembered and I recognized and I knew some words. Yep. So we got all of our songs this week. Thank you, Caleb, for coming on. We appreciate you being on. Appreciate you. Yeah, it was a great time. It was fun. We will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review telling us what you think.